This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com So in this week's parasha, Parashat Hayesara. Parashat Hayesara, it speaks about Sarah's dying. But yet, the, the name of the parasha is the life of Sarah. So wait, what is it? Is, it? is she dying or she's living? Right? Hayesara in one spot, spot it's saying the life of Sarah. Hayesara, Hayesara, Hayesara. If anything, if you, it should be what? Mitat Sarah, that's what it should be. Right? So why is it saying, Haye Sarah? Right? Secondly is, you see by the parasha of Yaakov, when Yaakov is dying, you say, Vayichi. Vayichi is, and he lived. Yet, it's a time of death. That's when Yaakov is dying. So why is it, in two places you have, one is Haye Sarah, where she's dying, and yet, the parasha is named the life that she's living. And at the same time, it's parashat Vayichi, where Yaakov is dying, and he called and he lived. What's going on over here? And both parashiyot of Sarah passing away and Yaakov's passing, they both say the parasha of what? Of Chai. And they're not dying. Shlomi, I'm going to ask you a question. Go, go, go silence them downstairs. There's a terminal recording. So the answer to this question is like this. The answer to the question, and I saw this in a sefer, right after the Baruch Hashem Mechaven, we saw this in a sefer like this. We saw is that a person in life, you have to understand, when this life Everybody knows this. Which means, this life, you do, you do, you do, you do, you do. It's not the end or be all. You know, there was one guy in our shul. He came to me one day. He says, Rabbi, I'm very upset. I said, what are you upset about? He says, he heard about the, you know, before Mashiach comes, there's going to be Mechem and Gogumagog. There's going to be Chav the Mashiach. There's going to be like that. He says, this is not fair. Some people are going to pass away. People are going to die. I said, let me explain to you something. We believe, the religion believes, we say three times a day, What does that mean? That means, you must believe. And if a person doesn't believe this, the Rambam says in Achot Teshuvah, I believe it's in the third Perek, he says if a person doesn't believe in Tchiat HaMetim, he doesn't get up. You have to believe in Tchiat HaMetim. You have to believe that we are going to live forever. This is not a, 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 it's not a joke, it's not a fairy tale. We live forever. Whatever Torah mitzvot that you do in this world, that's what you live forever with. And therefore, Sarah Imenu, she understood her life is what? Filled with Torah and the mitzvot. It's just a preparation to get to the real world. So therefore, when she passes away, it's saying the life of Sarah. Why? Because now she's living off the Torah and it's what that she did her entire life. That's what happens. That's what happens. When a, a person lives, he has to understand. And even though he passes after 120 years, happy and healthy and wealthy and everything like that, you have to understand and you have to get it through your, your, your system. And you have to get it through your emunah. That what? It is not over. It's just the beginning. You're starting your life after death. Not now, but you're preparing your life for after death. Now. Understand? Is that clear? That has to be very, very clear. Because when you understand that, and when you know that, a lot of things in life makes yourself focused and, 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 and laser focused even more. You understand how important it is to live the most fulfilled life in this world that you're living in, this 120 years that Hashem gave you. You have to live it to the max. You have to give it all you got. You have to give it your full potential. And today, we're going to discuss one thing that you need in order to fulfill your potential. In order to know this, we're going to start off with four questions in the parasha. And then through this, we're going to give you one yesod from the Nesla Yesharim. And that's the shi'ur tonight. And what is that? This is it. First thing is, 
If a gadol, if I ask you a question, imagine you have Rav Chaim Kenievsky, right? Imagine they ask you to do something. You ask them to do you a favor. Imagine they ask you to do you a favor. Right? Let's say, for example, you have the biggest gadol, Rav Moshe Feinstein. He tells you, by the way, can you drop this letter off? Right? So you know, or you do something, you know that it's going to get done. Right? What happens? We have one of the greatest, greatest stories over here of Shiduchim. What's the Shiduch story? That Yitzchak is getting married, he wants to get married, and Abraham tells his Eved, Eliezer, Eliezer, go find me a lady to marry Yitzchak. Go find me a lady to marry Yitzchak. By the way, you see, it's very, very important, by the way, because right before the Shiduchim, it speaks about Vashem Birechad Abraham Bakol. What does it mean, Hashem berechad Avram bakol? What does it mean? Hashem blessed Hashem, Hashem blessed Avram with everything. What's bakol? You know what Rashi says on the spot. This Rashi, Rashi says he blessed him with a child, with a son. That's bakol. So why did it say Hashem? Avraham berechad Hashem baben. So what's bakol with everything? He understood that the future is the next generation. You have to understand, when a person has a child, that's the next generation. You have to teach him as much as you can. And therefore, he says, everything that I have is going to be invested in my children. Not for my children, for my children to teach the next generation how to be a proper Jew. That's what it is. Hashem Avraham Bekol. He could have said, the Pasuk says, Avraham, Vashem Birechet Avraham Bekol. It's just Avraham Baben. No. He was, the, 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 the Inyan over here is trying to say, Rabbi Foshiduchim was saying, you have to understand, you're preparing your children, you're preparing the next generation for more children to serve Hashem, to serve Borei Olam. That is our life. You have to understand. Baruch Hashem, we're living, we're doing our good deeds, we do the best that we can best, but we also have to train the next generation, and therefore it's everything really. It's the next generation. What's the Next generation, your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, your the next generation is coming after you, and they have to know that, and therefore they have to understand. When you're going to shiduchim, when a person is going to marriage, you have to do whatever you can in your capability. Of course, everything is minashamayim, but you have to do with your full power, whatever you can, to get the best of the best. And if you look through the parasha, you see Abraham Avinu. He sends Eliezer out with everything that he has. Oh, and, and if you look at the Basha, Eliezer is saying to the people, Oh, Abraham has this and he has that. Imagine you going to Shaduk and he's telling, Yeah, by the way, uh, by the way, Abraham is loaded. This, this is what's going on. He's saying, oh, He's loaded, he has everything. He has camels, he has this, he has that, he has that. That's what you say? He says, Listen, at the end of the day, what is it? He says, Everything in your capability and everything in your power to do to get the best Shaduk possible. You're right, it's been Hashemayim. You're right, it's from Hashem. You're right, 40 days before the person's born, is decreed who you're going to get. But at the end of the day, the Torah is telling you, you have to do the utmost hishtadlut that you can, whatever, whatever you can. Now, a person could be, say, listen, I'm learning all day. If you have that emunah, you have that emunah. But you really have to not fool yourself. A person can have that emunah and say, you know what, I have full emunah that Hashem is going to send the shidduchim. I don't have to do anything. If, you have, if you're on that level of the emunah, great, good for you. I was in a car once. A guy needed a ride from Lakewood to, to, to Brooklyn. And I happened to be, I was driving. And he asked me, can I get a ride with you? Happens to be, this man, I didn't know who he was, but he was extremely, extremely big time in the And then he started talking to me in learning, in heavy sugyot in learning. And Baruch Hashem, uh, we, 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 we were talking and learning. And then he starts telling me about his shiduchim. And he told me, this is what he told me. 
he said that, that he asked a big gadol at the time. He was learning all day. The guy, he doesn't stop learning 24-7. He says, what should I do? My he says, in this, your case, if you have the level of bitachon like that, don't worry. And, and it came to him, Shaduchim came to him for his kids and this, that, that. But we see that you, the Torah is teaching us over here is that you have to do yishtadut. You have to do your utmost. And you have to understand it's worth it to do whatever you can. And therefore, it says like this. It says, when Eliezer was going, it says, Eliezer says, that he prays to Hashem. Hashem, please save me and please make it happen that I don't mess up with this and I get and I find the right girl for what? For Yitzhak. That's what the Pasuk says over here. It says, He's praying that do chesed, do kindness to where to? To my master Abraham. Now I'm asking you, why does he have to pray? It's Abraham's mission, right? It's, if, if it's Abraham's mission, so why is, why is he praying? It's not a question. It's Abraham's... It's Abra, in essence, it's Abraham's mission. It's, Abraham, it's, Abra, it's, Abraham, it's for Abraham's sake. So you're praying, Hashem, please help, help Abraham. Help me be successful for Abraham's mission. We have to understand that. I'm going to explain, I'm going to give you the answer after these two, three questions. The next question it says, it says over here that Eliezer was doing a lot of a lot of things that were fast, that were very quick. If you look at the Pesukim, he asks Hashem, he says, Hashem, please, I'm begging you, if, find, if, if the girl that I'm going to ask for, for water, she's going to give me water and my camel's water, I know this is the girl. And right, right where does it say? It says, right when he saw that from, Rif, from Rivka, he says that he gives the jewelry to Rivka. After she sees everything what's going on, he gives the jewelry to Rivka. Right after that it says, bat miat. Who are you? What do you mean? <laughs> First tell me who you are, and then I'll give you the jewelry. What's going on over here? He saw like, like you don't do that. He gave him all the jewelry. Oh, by the way, who are you? First say, who are you? What's going on? And then tell me, here's the jewelry. Later on, you see that when he finally meets Betuel and Lavan, and they're sitting down to arrange the Shidduch for Rivka. The Pasuk says, They give him food to eat. Eliezer. What does Eliezer says? I'm not eating. Until I finish what I have to say. Okay, what's the matter? Why doesn't he eat? Is that respectful? Imagine you come over here, you're coming to Shidduch, and, and, and your future father tells you, please. Take a bite to eat. No, 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 no. We got to talk business. After that, I'll eat whatever you want. Hello. That's going on over here. What happens? He's coming in. Fishiduch. What he says? Let's go. What's going on? Oh, by the way, um, uh, uh, eat something and then we'll talk. No, 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 no. No talking. No, no eating before we talk. That's what he says. What does it say? But you saw the from that hole. They gave him food to eat. But you went, I'm not eating. And then finally he said, This is the respect. Come on, eat something, enjoy something, have a lahaim, let's talk business. No, talk business first and then eat. What's going on? And the last thing I'd like to say is like this. The last pasuk is, that my question that I have is, later on the parashah it says, when they're speaking to Rivka, and they tell Rivka, Rivka, um, um, okay, this is the shiduch, you can have a very good shiduch. Vayomer achia ve'imah. 
So basically, they're telling Eliezer, let her wait. Uh, you know, let her wait some time over here, right? Let her wait. Aye, he wants to. He wants to. What's it called? Uh, let her wait a few days, right? Let her wait for a few days, uh, some time, and after that, um, uh, after that, uh, you know, then then you'll take her, then you go with her. No, don't 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 delay me, don't delay me. Hi, what happens? Uh, don't don't delay me. Basically, it says let her stay, let her stay some time. And after she gets all ready, then we'll send it. And the other says, no, 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 no. And the other says, no, I need her now. Now, I need her taken. What is going on over here? Why is it now and he can't wait? You know, they're, they're giving their word, they're giving the engagement, and that's what it is. To answer all these questions, I'm going to say you sold right now, from the Mislay Yisharim. And this is very, very, big, very, very important you sold. And that is... <clears throat> That is what the Mishra says over here. Ki en sakana ke sakanato. There's no greater danger than this danger. In spiritual danger, there's something that the Mishra says in the seventh Pedic that says there's no greater danger. This is the atomic bomb danger in spirituality. And what is it? What is it? I'm going to read it to you. Shelo yachmitz adam et mitzvah. A person, if he has a mitzvah, don't let it linger. Don't let it wait. Ela When the time comes, or you even thinking of it, Go and grab it. This is the punchline. Don't give it any time in between. When you have a mitzvah, the greatest danger that could happen from the mitzvah is if you let the mitzvah linger. If you have a mitzvah, don't let it linger. If, for example, your father tells you to do kibudavim, get me a cup of water. If he tells you, go get me a cup of water, you can say, okay, that, uh, give me a few minutes, I'm, I'm just on this phone call. Now, if you do that, the mitzvah says, there's no greater danger. Why? Because I'll tell you what's going to happen. Your father's going to ask you for the cup of water, and the fact that you didn't go fast enough, he's thirsty. So he's not going to ask you. He's going to ask another child. And you lost the mitzvah of kibbutz You heard that? You lost the mitzvah. You have a brother in your house? You have a, you have a brother, right? So your father asks you for a cup of water? Yes? Yeah, always, right? You're the guy. You're the guy. Joe, get me a cup of water, right? You're the guy. So if you don't do it fast enough, what happens is your father gets thirsty. You say, okay, now one second, I'm just finishing up typing this thing. What are you doing? What does he do? He asks somebody else. He asks your brother. Now you lost that mitzvah, and you will never ever get that mitzvah ever again. You can get another one, but not that one. That one is lost forever. You're never getting it back. Your brother got it, you'll never get it back. And he writes, there's no greater spiritual danger than this. Why? Because if you believe what you get rewarded for one mitzvah, if you really believe, and like it says in Pekavot, and it's real, it's not a joke, it's not a fairy tale, it's not here. Yeah. If you really believe, you take all the pleasures of this world, take every pleasure from the beginning of creation to the end of the creation, from the biggest pleasures, from the beginning of Adam to the end of life, and take all the pleasures, it doesn't equal up to the pleasure 
of a slip of the waiting room, the Gan Eden, that, that, that it is. Like it says, The whole Lamaze. That means you could have got Gan Eden. You could have got Olamaba. You could have got the reward. But the fact that you took your time in doing that, that is a problem. Why? Because you could lose it. And if you lose it, there's no greater danger ever. There's no greater danger ever. That's the greatest danger you can get when you lose a mitzvah. Now, of course, you, once you know it's right, bullseye. It's right. You know, sometimes you might have to think, oh, is this mitzvah not a mitzvah? Once you know it's a mitzvah, and you know you're not, bullseye. Let's go. Grab it. My, my eyes on the target, boom. Nothing's stopping me, I gotta go quick. And that's why if you look, a lot of times in Chazal, what does it say? All these things is giving uh, examples of, what, of, of different types of animals. Look how a deer runs. What, what are you telling me a deer? They just showed me, uh, someone was just showing me a video, how a deer, how he ran so fast, someone was there, he ran, he jumped over three cars. Was, uh, anybody see the video? No. He jumped over three cars, it was the craziest thing. I was like, what? Because he runs fast. The Torah is telling you, run, you have the mitzvah, that's your target, go for it, and don't waste time doing it. One of the biggest yetzaraz is, he doesn't let you finish the mitzvah. One of the names of the Yetzirah is, they call him the Samech Men. It's spelled Samech Men. And then you have the Aleph and the Lamed. You got it? Samech Men. And then you have the Aleph and the Lamed. And they, they always say this over in the yeshivas. Many years I was hearing it a lot of times when I was, when I was like 16, 17, 18, 18, 18 and on. What is it? Samech spells like this. Siyum Mesechet En Lasot. Samech Mem, and then you have the Aleph and the Lamed, Rashi Tevot, Siyum Mesechet En Lasot. Meaning what? The Yetzirah, the Yetzirah is so strong, that it won't let you finish. You, you finish the Siyum. You, you're almost done. You finally conquered it. But what? To get to the finish line, so many distractions will get you to stop, and you won't even imagine and understand what is going on. How could I can't finish? How many times you uh, told me? How many times you yourself you know when you were in the shore? How uh, with the fish rabbi? How can I finish? It's true or not true? You like the last page? Uh, this guy is late. That guy can't make it. This guy has a wedding. This guy has a sister. Uh, a million things. Why is it? The answer is when 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 it, when, when it's when it's at the end of the finish line. The answer I will do anything to stop it. And by the way, that's how you know it's so great when you see things that are stopping you, when you see great things that are, why is this happening, why is that stopping you in mitzvah, you know that there's greatness right there, there's, no, there's greatness that lies in there, and, and he writes like this he writes that's why it says Ushmatem et matzot. says, what do you mean Ushmatem et matzot? watch the matzot, what is it mitzvah a mitzvah that comes into your hands don't let it rise don't give it time to rise. Don't give it time to stall. Right away, you have it, conquer it, finish it, done. That is the right way. And he writes, the zerizut is midat shlemut gadol. Having this character of being zariz, 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 it is one of the greatest character traits that a person can have. And the reward is great. And if you look, if you look, all the tzaddikim that we have, you see, the mitzvot was done in Zerizut. Examples, you ready? Abraham. 
What does it say about Abraham? Vayimaher Abraham ha'ohela el Sarah vayomer mahari. What is Abraham doing? He has a guess. He runs. He runs to, to Sarah. He tells Sarah, Mahari. So not only he's running, he's telling Sarah, quick, we have guests. Let's go. Quick, 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 quick. What are you going so quick for? What's going so quick? Because he knows that the second a person has a mitzvah, and if you're not on it completely from the beginning till the end, it'll eventually die out, and you might miss it. And if you miss it, you have a problem, because you'll never get it back. And also, besides all that, it shows how much love you have for Hashem when you're doing the mitzvah in haste. How much love do you have? I'll give you an example. If you love somebody so much, you, whatever, you want, whatever He tells you to do, you want to do right away. You don't want to wait. You don't want to wait. And the fact that He did it it shows how much love you have for Hashem. You're not waiting. So therefore, that's another thing. One is, because you don't want to lose at the mitzvah. And another thing is, you're doing zirizut also, because you're showing how much love you have for Hashem. Hashem, I love you so much, that I don't want anything to get in the way. I want to complete it, because I want to show you the love that I have uh, for you. For you. Now he writes over here, I want to just say over here another one. It says, how do we see? It says, By Rivka it says, in the Pesukim, where it speaks about that she's giving water to Eliezer, it says, right away, right away, right away. What do you mean? She's a young lady, she's trying uh, as best as she can, she's lifting the, the, the buckets, she's putting it this, she's putting that, but no. She says, I'm going quick, I gotta do it quick, I can't finish, I gotta finish, I must complete, must complete the mitzvah. It says, that what? Kol ma'aset all the, the, the tzaddikim, what they do is, is quick, 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 quick. They will not give an opening to delay. Not to start and not to finish. Meaning to say, you could start a mitzvah. A lot of people could start a mitzvah, but they don't finish the mitzvah. I know, I know of a person that told me, they started a very big organization. They were the first meeting in their house to start this organization. I'm not going to say which one. It's a famous organization. And they told me, this family told me, you should know, the first, the first meeting that this organization had was in my house. I did the first week, I did the second week, I did the third week, I did the fourth week, I did the fifth week. And I said, so what happened? After five weeks, it started to get a little bit difficult, and I didn't see it completely going full force, so I stopped. Right after that person stopped, you should know that organization took off and it's a very big organization in our community right now. So what happens? You start a mitzvah, but you also have to close the mitzvah. You start the mitzvah, but you also have to close the mitzvah. And this is, this is what the lesson that we're learning here today is. That's very, very important. That's very, very important. Right? And if you look, uh, he writes... Now, knowing this, we could go back and really answer up our questions. Uh, this you saw this very important, and now we can answer all our questions. What was our question? Our question, the first one was, how is it that Abraham Avinu, that he tells him, go do this, and now he's praying, he's praying, oh, Abraham, Hashem, please, I'm finding a, a lady for, for, Yitz, for Yitzhak, please let it work out. Of course it's going to work out. You're talking about Abraham Avinu over here, and yet Eliezer is praying? Let me tell you. It says in the Pasuk that when Abraham was telling Eliezer to get a wife 
for Yitzhak. He says, the Pasuk says, if you look clearly, it says like this, Ulai ve'im lo Right? Maybe the lady won't come with me. Maybe she won't come back with me. What am I supposed to do? Right? He says, maybe he's not going to come back. What's going to happen then? What should I do? Right? You'll be free. But if you look in the Pesukim, it says that, that he says, but maybe she's not going to come, come back with me. So, Rashi on the spot says, here, Pesukai, Maybe the girl won't come back with me. So the word Ulai, Rashi explains over here in the Torah, it's written, what? Eli. What does that mean? It's written Eli. To me. What, what was going on? Joe, what was going on in that, in that situation? Huh? What was going on is like this. Eliezer had a daughter. Eliezer said, take my daughter for Yitzhak. Eli. So Abraham says, no, I can't. Yeah, you're cursed, I can't do it. So there's something called a negi'ut. Negi'ut means now I have something that might prevent me from doing this mitzvah of getting Yitzhak, the best wife. And I'm an Evid Ne'eman. I'm a true Evid of Abraham Avinu. If I am a true Evid, I have to make sure that I have to do my correct duty. And therefore, what happens is, Eliezer prays to Hashem, Hashem, I have to pray to you because I don't want, to, I don't want it to get messed up. I don't want to mess it up because now I might have like you to say, you know what? Ah, I couldn't find anybody. Once I can't find anybody, maybe Abraham will still take my daughter. So therefore, what does Eliezer do? He prays to Hashem quickly, Hashem, please, please, please. Then the second he sees the target, the second he sees the target, that what he asked for a sign, Hashem, please, I'm begging you. If the lady that I asks gives me the what? The water and my camel's water, this is going to be the lady for his heart. Once she hears that, what happens? He sees it. He sees it. Right away. Let me grab on. Let me close the deal. So it says, He goes ahead and he takes uh, jewelry and he gives it to who? To Rivka right away. Rivka, uh, take it right away. And then he asks, by the way, what's your name? Where are you from? Who's you? Who, who's you? Who's your father? What? That you should ask before. Why are you asking after? He says, no, because he knows this is it. He knows this is the one. So therefore, he's working zirizut. He's working with, with, with haste and with quickness in order to get the mitzvah complete. He started the mitzvah, Frank Dashem, let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't want to have any youth. And then when he sees the mitzvah is right there, he has the target and he sees the target, he says, okay, you know what? I don't care what her name is. I saw the sign from Hashem, this is the one. Here you go, here's all the jewelry. Now I'll ask you who you are. Because he didn't want to lose out on the mitzvah. And then later on, we asked the question, we said, I, what happens? He gets to the family, he gets to the family. What the family does? The family says, oh, you know what? Here's some food to eat. Here's some food to eat. So what does he do? What does he do? Oh, here's some food to eat. Okay. He says, I'm not eating yet. Why are you not eating? First, we got to talk business. Why? Eat first, and then we'll talk. He says, no. 
because we have a mitzvah and therefore I have to complete the mitzvah. After he, 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 he couldn't even eat. Eliezer couldn't even eat. He says, listen, if I have a mitzvah in front of me, I can't eat, I can't drink. I got to go directly and do the mitzvah. After I complete the mitzvah, then we'll eat, then we'll schmooze, then we'll talk. But right now I have a mission and I have to finish the mitzvah. And if I don't do it correctly and I don't do it properly, what happens? The Yetzirah might stop me. And therefore I have to do it quick. I can't eat right now. Because he has to finish the mitzvah. And that's the same answer that we said. Same answer goes for the last question. What was our last question? Our last question was, later on, it says to Eliezer, Eliezer, you know what? Give us some time. Give Rivka time and she'll come after. What what, what 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 does Eliezer say? Nope. Now. I can't wait. Why can't you wait? I can't wait. It has to be now. Why can't you wait? Because he knows this foundation of mitzvot. How there's no waiting for a mitzvah. When you have a mitzvah, al yadecha, al tachmitzena. When you have a mitzvah in your hand, you don't let it go. And this is the great lesson that in this week's parasha, Hayesara Eliezer teaches us time and time again. He's not eating before he does it. He's he's seeing the target. He's giving the jewelry right away because I see that that is the wife of Sarah. Right away, I have to close on the mitzvah. Later on, I can't wait. I need it now because when you're going for a mitzvah and something's very very important to you, you close right away. How many times you have people in business? How many times you have people in business? You could ask businessmen. You could ask businessmen. When there's a deal, let's say they want to buy a, a real estate project, right? They are on the phone, right? They have the price. This is the price. This is what they have it on. You know how long it takes to get a contract out to back and forth and you're talking to the buyer and you're talking to the seller and you're talking to the broker and you're going back and forth, back and forth. If a guy really wants a property, and he has the price, there's the price, they agree on the price, you don't know how hard he's going to work to get it done. Let's go, finish. You want this? No problem. You want that? No problem. Not Get it done. Why? Because they know in the interim, if they don't close on it quick, if they both don't sign the contract quick, what happens is anything can happen until the signing. Anything. And there's stories, there's plenty of, plenty of stories. My uncle 20 years ago, when he bought his house, I, I don't even know the story, my, my, my father was telling me the story, that he bought it, he, he went to buy a house, he put, it, he put a deposit on the house, and when he put a deposit on the house, in the, in the, in the middle, the, the person that he, he put the deposit on, he got an offer for $700,000 more. Could you believe? 700 grand more. Now, what's what's the obvious thing? I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna settle. Imagine right now you have a property seven hundred back then is like maybe let's say a million five. Let's say imagine right now two million dollars. A guy is ready right now to give you extra two million dollars on your property. What are you gonna do? Reverse it. <laughs> you reverse it, right? Guess what? The owner tried to do it. The owner tried to mess over my uncle and say, "Sorry, I'm not selling it to you." But the problem was. He had the contract and they both signed. And once you have a contract that they, both the buyer and the seller signs, he cannot back out anymore. And he couldn't tell my, 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 uh, my uncle no. What, but what was my uncle very smart about? He, he has the deal. You go, full, sign, sign, good, done. But you don't stop. Let's go, quick. What do you have? This, that, 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 that. What are you going crazy about? Don't worry, don't worry. You'll get the house. You'll get the property. No, no, no. I'm worried because there's a lot of things that can happen in the interim. There's a lot of things that can happen in the interim. Even think of what I says, Shema yakdimenu akher. What does that mean? That there's certain laws where you're allowed to get married quickly in a certain, certain situation. Why? We're scared that somebody else will take this lady. You know that? 
Many gemariot in shas like that. Shema, the words are shema yaktimenu achet. How could it be? B'tfilah. Maybe what? If you don't propose now, you don't do the kiddushin now. Maybe somebody else will take her. How? If it's meant to be meant for me, you're right. But if a person prays hard enough, <laughs> it, gets, it, could, it could reverse. So the, what happened to Rachel and, and Leah, right? Uh, 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 Yaakov, uh, Yaakov went to Leah. They prayed, they prayed on. If you pray hard enough, you could change, you could change, forget about it. Uh, the, you, look, look what happened in the Shemaim. Yechezkel prayed on the Kisei Kavod. One of the, one of the, one of the, one of the legs of the Kisei Kavod is the picture of the short, of the ox. Yechezkel prayed so hard, Hashem, you can't put an ox on the Kisei Kavod, one of the legs. Why? Because, because the ox represents Cheta Egel. And we did Cheta Egel, even though, why is the ox there? Because he's the king of the domestic animals. The Gemara says, because the ox is the king. There's four, there's four things on the, on the, on the chair, right? On the Kisei Kavod, right? On the actual leg. On the leg. What is it? The lion, because he's the, he's the king of the, 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 the wild. The ox, because he's the king of the domestic. The eagle, because he's the king of the, 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 the air, right? The, 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 what's it called? The birds. And the, and the Adam, the human being, because he's the king of all the animals. He's the king of all, 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 all that. And Hashem is the king of all kings. I'm the king of all the kings. So Yechazkel saw that. Yechazkel saw those four images on the, on the leg of the Kisegavod. And Yechazkel says, Hashem, I'm begging you, please. Take away the ox. Take away the face of the ox. Why? Because it can could, it could represent Hashem. It can remind you of the Haida Egel. We don't want any remembrance of that. And guess what? What happened? Hashem listened. Hashem took away that Egel. And he put instead a Kruv. A baby face. A baby face. Like a face that has no sins. A baby has no sins. We put the baby face on the leg of the Kisakamot. What's the Pshad? Yechezkel prayed so hard enough, it changed the whole Kisekavod. You see how, how powerful prayer is? It changed the whole Kisekavod. And therefore the Gemara is saying, prayer is so powerful that you better, if you have a lady that you want to propose to, make sure you propose to her before somebody else gets, gets the situation. Yeah, I'm serious. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. The guy delayed, 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 delayed. And the lady says, you know what? Forget about it. I have somebody else. I'm marrying that person. I'll see you later. Oh my goodness. I had her. I wish I married her. And this and that and that. A hundred things. And then before you know it, that's, that's what happens. That's what happens. And they're busy. And they're busy. Right? So that, that's why we're learning here tonight about Eliezer. Four questions that we had with Eliezer. And one answer. Four questions, why is he praying? Why is he running to give the jewelry before he asks the name? Why, is he, why doesn't he eat before he talks business? Why does he say, I want, I want of God now? The answer is one yesod. When it comes to Torah and it comes to mitzvot, a person has to start the mitzvah first and also finish the mitzvah first. You have to matchil v'lashlim miyad. You have to start and finish quickly. Because if you don't, there's a lot of yetzerah in between that will stop you from closing the deal. You gotta be careful from that. You have the mitzvah, start, finish, start, finish. Remember, Eliezer did it and he succeeded. And that's from Eliezer. We have the whole continuation of the whole, uh, the whole uh, Yadut, the whole religion comes because Eliezer found it and did it right away and he has a big schut. He got his heart for a, for a wife and boom, that's what happened. Yeah? You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.